0: Welcome to Try or Die. Welcome to the Try or Die podcast. My name is Ben Valley,
1: and my name is Braden Ball.
0: We just finally finished college for the semester.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounded so good for a second, and then actually, we don't need to. I don't know, but anywho, yeah. yeah. So. We just learned that we were muted for the first half of our recording, so we're restarting. So hopefully it's just as beautiful and, you know, just as good of value that you get from from this section as well.
0: I think sometimes our first take is going to be the worst one. So, Mm. you know, we got it out of the (coughs) way. It's kind of like a nice, fresh restart. My favorite author, when he wrote his second book, Everybody Always, he starts Mm. it with, this is actually my third book. Someone broke. He had the full draft on his computer and not backed up on anything, not saved. And he it got broken into and stolen. So he had a whole book written, a whole second book, and it got stolen. So he had to rewrite the whole thing. But it was very different. And he said it was actually kind of cool because everybody says your second book is always bad. So he said, I got it out of the way. <laughs> and no one read it, but it got stolen. So now this is my third book. Mm. So, technically, he's written five books, but only published four. So, it's kind of cool. Whenever you first start something, you're never going to be good. But, yeah. Sidetrack.
1: Speaking of books, that yeah. brings us... We have two segments that we usually do in the Try or Die podcast. That's the quote of the week and the highlight of the week. And so, we're going to start with our with our quotes. Yes. Uh, You want me to start? Or do you sure. want to start this time? <laughs> Since the first time when we were muted... I started, but let's switch it up. You start. All right.
0: Sounds good. Um, (laughs) It was actually by the same author, Bob Mm, Goff. Bob Goff. And I was on the phone with him. Bob (laughs) Goff. Sorry. (laughs) I was on the phone with him uh, because he puts his phone number in the back of every book. He loves talking to people. At one point, he would get 100 calls a day. It's a chapter in his book called Dream Big. Mm. And he says, I don't see this as distractions. I see this as opportunities and a way to be present with people. It's just awesome, his mindset and the whole thing. And I was on the phone call with him, and he said, curiosity is the opposite of distraction. You know, when you're going out and exploring life, and living with purpose, and trying a lot of new things, um, I think a lot of people can see it as distraction, but I think true distraction is living simply, and not trying. Mm. Because, you know, you only have one life, might as well just go for it. You know, you have yeah. on earth. earth anyways. And uh, yeah, live it with purpose. You know, being a Christian, I don't think it has to be a boring life at all. I was oh. reading in Proverbs is like, how long will you be simple? Mm. I and think truly
1: being a Christian is not boring. I think if you're a Christian and yeah. it's boring, you might want to relearn a little bit about the God you're serving.
0: You might be in a religion instead of a relationship with Jesus.
1: Ooh, woo, woo.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. But our lives, I guess, just for an example, have been so much more exciting when we turned it over to God rather than turned it over to call it like when we had it in college life, just mm-hmm. basic college life, partying, drinking,
1: smoking, all that, all the all stuff that. that everyone in the world is like, it's fun. And like you got to do it. You got to live it up. Got to live once. YOLO kind of thing. Uh, we took that and it was fun. It was OK. I mean, that's that temporary awesomeness, right? but there was never fulfillment with it and when we whenever we actually like truly gave our lives over to god you just don't want any of that stuff yeah we've done so many things Mm. like what are some of the things we've done oh written wrote wrote written (laughs) wrote in a book uh we've just ran became like athletes we've done stand-up comedy of all things which is you're probably like oh how can you how does that tie into being christian the amount of push that it took and, like, prayer and just, like, getting over, like, social anxiety to go up front and perform comedy mm-hmm. because most people, like, I, like, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people perform something in their life. Maybe it's poetry. Maybe it's a song. Maybe they speak up front and maybe they're a pastor or whatever. But that all derives from something else. Like, for example, you write, you know, a song and you write it. And that's how it is. It has music with it. And the music is the music and you have the music to fall back on. It keeps you in key, if you will. And then when you're speaking, you have something in your mind that you're wanting to get across or you're, if you're a pastor, you're preaching the Bible, right? So you're going back to the Bible and the Bible's where you're getting everything. God's where you're getting everything. And then you're just elaborating on it a bit, right? Mm-hmm. When you're doing that comedy, dude, you got to like funnel everything out of you. You got to work with people. If something doesn't work, you got to just scrap it on the spot. It's just, Oh, It's terrifying. But learning to do that made it to where I can talk to strangers about God and about things like that and, and just understand situations better. It was awesome. Just all these different cool things that have just added purpose to life that have come from the randomest places.
0: Yeah. And through all of that, we've been able to share the gospel with people, tell them about um, our journey through <laughs> turning away from a – like a – sinful lifestyle mm-hmm. and turning to God and how fulfilling that has been for our lives and hard. And, um, but it's been amazing. And so we <coughs> were able to, you know, share a story, which has inspired a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome.
1: It's just a beautiful thing. It yeah. really is. Which kind of segues into my quote. Uh, do you want to elaborate more on yours?
0: I was going to say one more thing. When we, w- one thing I was able to do, through try or die become a boxer we both oh, sparred dude. and trained like boxers i was able to be in a match um an actual match in front of 2,000 people and
1: 2,000
0: yeah Holy they had 1,100 cow- last year or 1,500 i think dang yeah.
1: i didn't realize there was that many people there bro you should have had I a try or
0: die sign dude I, know, I got knocked out in front of tko'd <laughs> tko'd <laughs> in front of 2,000 people but that's fine um but this guy asked me, he said, being you know a Christian, how does that tie in with like, boxing? Because it's violent and stuff. I don't really have an answer. But through all of this stuff, um, all of our training, becoming really good athletes through this, we are in the best shape of our lives through Try or Die. Um, it kind of gives you perspective. Because the Christian walk is like being an athlete. So mm-hmm. I think I would have shared this verse if I knew it at the time. disqualified yeah. dang so it's that's good awesome verse and that's esv translation by the way but such a, like we training to be runners and boxers and just overall great athletes gives you perspective on how to live your christian life how you need to keep your body and your spiritual walk in um, good health mm. you know it's not talking about physical here but it gives you perspective on how to do that. Like you need to train your mind constantly every day. It needs to be filled with the word and prayer Mm -hmm. and meditation and all things good. If you want to keep that, that running pace towards God, the marathon that we're in, Mm. you know, we shouldn't run aimlessly and we shouldn't beat the air, but we should run with purpose Mm. and hit our target. So I say training as an athlete, boxing, fighting, gives you such a good perspective <laughs> and a way to see how you're supposed to also live mm. your spiritual life because it says it right there mm. well,
1: that's beautiful mm.
0: but yeah it's awesome yeah
1: so what was your quote my quote is never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known god by cory tin boom mm. uh that quote i mean just put it simply there's so many unknowns right now, especially in our lives. I mean, we're at prime deciding age, if you will, where <laughs> there's everything in front of us that we could be, could do. And we're having to sit here and be like, All right, God, I'm gonna pick a route and let you lead But it's still scary to figure out which route that is. And so the only constant that we can count on, there's this dude named Doctor K. He has a video about it, he talks about it, he's a great, cool, cool cool content creator. But um, like this thing that only you know worry about what you can actually control and there are things that you can't control and like we cannot control the unknown but what we do know is that we have a god who can and that's yeah. i mean that's very comforting it is so nice to just
0: trust in him for your future we don't have to know we just have to know that god is control mm. That is nice because we know it's work out as long as we pursue him. It's work Can't out.
1: go wrong. Yeah, I think that just summarizes that beautifully. Let's let's head to the highlight of the week. Highlight of the week. Yes. Do you um, want?
0: We start again.
1: Yeah, sure. That or I, I, yeah, let's hear. All right.
0: It. So this summer, my main goal is to become fluent in Spanish, and if not fluent, extremely conversational. Um. So I've just been listening to every movie I watch in Spanish. Been listening to Spanish podcasts every day, and listening to sp- only Spanish music, and practicing Duolingo. I got a three hundred day streak today. Mm. So really, yeah, three hundred days. And um, so, yeah, I my goal this summer is to really learn Spanish. So to do that, you need to be in a solid community where you can speak it. And so I was like, where can I find that? And especially where can I find time for that? So I was like, might as well replace something that I already do with that community. So I was like, mm. let's go to a Spanish-speaking church. And so I went today, but it was terrifying. Like, I got up this morning, and I looked up the address. And on Apple Maps, it said permanently closed. The church is called Casa de Resuixion. And so I was like, oh, I guess I won't go. But I was like, oh, might as well drive over there. Um, So I put it in. I go over there. But I'm terrified. I'm coming up with every excuse. I'm like, what if they're offended that I go there? What if this? What if that? I had so many excuses in my head. I had so many excuses. And I was almost not going to go in. It was 10.05. It starts at 10. and But I, which is cool this mindset i've been having lately is when something happens to me in life where i think that's going to be a really big setback for me or i want to do something cool i always think about me writing it in a book later mm. like this would be a good oh. chapter or this sucks right now but it's going to be a great chapter in a book later so let me just live it out the best i can and it's really helped me not to not worry to not worry about the present because i'm like later it'll be in a book i'll mm. be fine that's so powerful And I think writing a 100-page book in one week really helped also maintain this perspective that I have. So it's been awesome. Yeah, so I went in there. Well, it's 10.05. I'm sitting in the parking lot. And I'm not going to go in. And then I'm like, I have a podcast later. And I can't say that I didn't go in. So it's just weird going to a place where you are completely different than everybody else. I feel so much for... You know minorities now because mm-hmm. that's hard to do when um you go into a place
1: and no one is like you and like the thing is like you have a choice to do that like you can leave if you wanted to yeah. imagine just not being able to like you can't control it the fact that just no one yeah yeah that's terrifying
0: that's it's hard and i've yeah, so it was scary, but I walked in there, different than everybody, towering every, over everybody. I'm a tall, <laughs> white guy, and these are Mexicans, just average. They're, <laughs> they're shorter. It was just funny. And then everyone was like, good morning. They just <laughs> immediately spoke English to me. Um, they just knew. They just knew. <laughs> they, <laughs> they just knew. knew there's no shot. I was a big old gringo, but um, I walked in there, talked to some Spanish with some people, and they were so welcoming. And the coolest part was that, you know, in church most churches i've been to i think every church especially english-speaking churches they they're like all right greet your neighbor you know i I, most people are just where you go the person in the back person in the front a few people walk around this church it they all crowd in the middle everybody and they walk in this big oval and greet every single person every person meets every person it was amazing this guy gave me a hug i've never been greeted like that in a church I met everybody at the beginning of the service. And, you know, like, these Western churches, they're so like, oh, we don't want to embarrass anyone. We don't want to let them come back. They're like, do we have any new people today? Raise my hand. And this uh, one other person raises their hand, but they're part of, like, a Spanish family also. And so, but I immediately put it back down. I'm like, oh, crap. He's saying that because he's going to make us (laughs) stand up. So the first person stands up. And he goes, I saw a hand over here. And it's like trying to pick um, a fire hydrant out of a, <laughs> a haystack. You can kind of just see the giant <laughs> white man in front of the Mexican crowd. He points to me. He goes, are you new? I was like, yeah. He's like, like, es espanol. I was like, un poquito. <laughs> and I stand up. And they're like, all right. I was like, what's your name? And I was like, Ben. And they're like, oh, they all clapped. Everyone's Oh, that's clapping. so awesome. Um, this whole room for the new people that are there. Like, that's amazing. Anytime you get a new person, you make them stand up and you all clap for them.
1: And wouldn't that be awesome if we did that in yeah. all of our churches? But I don't see
0: that in other churches. Mm-mm. So the culture is just way different with Hispanics, which is just awesome. Um, and I love it. And it's so much more personal. It was amazing. That's so beautiful. And I'm going back because that's what, how I want to learn Spanish. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be in that community to be able to speak with them. It was so cool. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Man, my highlight's so not a highlight. It's <laughs> like I feel that's so cool. Uh, I'm gonna have to go to a Spanish church next week. Whenever I go to church, yeah, I we should
0: go to the Spanish uh, Adventist one.
1: We should on Saturday. And when I get off, when I, if I get off on Sunday, I will go to that one with you. All Let's right. do it. But um, so <laughs> my highlight of the week is. My highlight of the week is not a highlight. How do we have so many views? I have no have idea. That have That's view? weird. Was we have negative real? three concurrent viewers and I don't know how that works. <laughs> what, People are anti watching this. People. Wait, is it because of the have you real? seen? It's because of the short, I think. Oh yeah. Probably. Have you have you seen the, the video of Tristan Tate where he's like, I go to bed at six AM every morning and I wake up at five fifty nine, negative one minutes of sleep. Yeah. That's that gives the same energy. Um But anywho, so my highlight of the week has got to be the worst part of my week because Mm -hmm. I was was at work today and I'm a server. So if anyone ever hears this that's also a server, you know, the feeling of like that Sunday, that Sunday crowd, you know, Mm -hmm. and man, it's just it's it's unlike anything because that's supposed to represent church, right? And I'm, I'm a Christian, and I've seen these people come in, and so many people are just the, the worst. Like, so many people are just, they're just the worst. And. That was a piece of watermelon. Yeah, sorry, that was, that was some watermelon. Um, but so many people just are the worst, and then there are some people, though, that are amazing, that are such good representations of Christ. Yeah, I love a, those people. What do most waiters say about the church crap? They hate it. Most people say, oh, they're supposed to represent Jesus. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. Terrible tips. And it must not be Jesus. They don't tip you and stuff like that. And so yeah. it's this, like, painful, heartbreaking thing because I'm just like, oh, if only you knew what you were doing by doing that. Being rude and cussing out people and all that. But then you go and you're you're all good because you go to church once a week. And it's like, hmm, that's religion, not relationship. Oof. But, yeah. So, anywho, got a little sidetracked. Got a little <laughs> passion, a little fiery. But... Yeah. So I I remember just starting the day off. I had no energy. I felt like, crap, my allergies were killing me. I'm like, I do not want to go to work today, but I'm going to go. And when I got there, I just kind of perked up a little bit. Everyone was just having a horrible day. Like, everyone was just negative. Everyone was just like, Ugh. And kind of like, I mean, but I was too. So I can't say anything negative about them. I'm just saying all of us were kind of on this, like, downward spiral. And I was just like, hmm. And I started praying a little bit. And I had just this weird peace. And it was just like this amazing piece of, of of God, that was just, you know, it was just let me, let me have this day, Braden, and I was like, okay, you can have it, even if it sucks, no matter what, you can have it. I want to spend some time with you to God, with today, God. Give me, give me patience, oh, dude. When you pray for patience, God gives you opportunities to show patience. Mm-hmm. To train yourself. I started messing up everything. The day just went worse. I was getting sat like three tables at a time, which means like I'd have to get drinks, 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 and then remember drinks and then like just bring everything all at once. And it, it's stressful when you get sat multiple tables at the same time whenever you're serving. And so it was just everything that could go wrong kind of seemed to go wrong. And it, like there was part of me that was like always like, oh, am I going to forget something? And then I would just breathe for a second. I like, oh, well, wow. but I'm not mad. I'm not angry that something happened. I get a bad tip. I don't care. I'm going to love those people. It was just like I felt this amazing peace throughout the entire day despite everything going wrong. And it was just this beautiful evidence of God's existence mm. that I knew that that just came from God. There was no no way to deny it. it yeah, it talks about overflow
0: so many times in the Bible. And um, at one point in Corinthians, it talks about <laughs> – got some watermelon ASMR. But it talks about comfort, that you get a godly comfort from mm. being uncomfortable. And through that, you're able to overflow that into other people's lives that are uncomfortable. Mm. You're able to use the comfort you get from God and give it to other people. So, so many things you, we need from God. We are completely dependent on Him, which is so cool. That was actually what the pastor was talking about. He said, lucrative Christians think they don't need God. They don't depend on Him. But
1: hotter co- hot and cold Christians, they depend on God for everything. Mm. I always kind of like wondered like what does it mean to be a cold Christian like a hot Christian has to be like you're on that spiritual high and you're just like yes God I almost think a cold Christian is whenever you're in the exact opposite mm. like life sucks and or you're, you're just not like saved or something or like you're worried no you're worried that you're not because mm. I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it would make sense for God to be like I would rather you just be not saved than half saved or yeah, whatever no. like because there's either saved or not there's no half saved about it right mm. what he's eating is he's like I want you to either be trusting in me because life sucks or or trusting me in the mundane of life or in the spiritual highs when it's cold or hot. Mm. But don't just be lukewarm. Don't just be, eh, I don't need God. I'm comfortable. Simple.
0: Don't be simple. Don't be comfortable. Don't be simple. I'm going to pull the verse from Proverbs. It's mm. amazing.
1: But, yeah, that's pretty much the, the highlight of my week was just that I had this amazing peace while mm-hmm. today sucked. That was beautiful. I loved it.
0: So, after this Proverbs verse, do you want to talk about Taylor Swift?
1: Mm, not really. What's going on with her, bro? I,
0: Why are people we, paying so much for that?
1: This is the thing. We talked about this before the podcast started. Oh, did you hear that noise? That <laughs> I don't know what that stomach. was. <laughs> that was my stomach. I felt it in my stomach. I think we just, like, synced our stomachs. That's weird. We're like girls I, sinking periods. That doesn't actually exist. Really? Fun fact. It's I, just I Coincidence. No, because I have proof. I thought I had proof too. Apparently, Whoa. it's just coincidence. Maybe oh, maybe our try- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we, we should th- do a test mm. for a week. New challenge, but yeah, like I, I made like a video about this, but I just don't understand why, how, and when Taylor Swift blew up like she did.
0: Can I say this proper verse real Please? quick? You're sorry. the one that brought up Taylor. Sorry, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. You brought up Taylor. But Swift. I said after the. All right. But this is cool because it's talking about people that are rejecting wisdom. Like, wisdom cries aloud in the street in the markets. She raises her voice at the head of the noisy street. She cries out at the entrance of the city gate. She speaks. How long, oh simple ones, will you love being simple? Mm. How long will scoffers delight in scoffing and fools hate knowledge? Stop living so simple. The christian They think the Christian life is simple and boring, but it's
1: not. It shouldn't be.
0: Nope. Not for uh, hot or cold. Or hot Christians, hot or cold Christians. When you're doing something,
1: now it may suck for a moment. Life yeah. may hit you like a truck, but it's always be. gonna suck, no matter what. Hmm? I mean, I, up I, and metaphorically, lo- and yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, is like what happens whenever you're a Christian is like people get discouraged because they're like, oh, well, if life's gonna be horrible, then why would I want to become a Christian? It's you don't understand. It's the same life, but you are comforted. You have peace. You don't like tackle it just alone. Yeah. Like you suddenly have the creator of the universe on your side and pulling you through. It. And so yeah, Satan's gonna be like, Oh well now I gotta attack you harder because you actually my like are with God now. But then God just like gives you that comfort and gives you the peace and helps you navigate through whenever you surrender it to him. And it's just this beautiful thing that's like, yeah, life gets more hard but you handle it more. You handle it so much better. Mm-hmm. But your life gets so much more exciting when you truly become a hot or cold Christian. Yeah.
0: Mm. You're doing something. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. So, Tay-Tay. Are we really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We are doing that. I'll just do a quick Taylor um, Swift section. Oh, one guy said facts. Thank That's you. That's
1: Gerardo, bro. Gerardo. Who's that? From soccer. Oh, Mexican, Gerardo. Mexican Gerardo. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, You missed your church story, bro.
0: Nah, it's a good
1: off the oh dude. you don't have to tell it to him. Yeah, let's or he'll go just with have me. to go back to the beginning of the podcast. Or go with us. Yeah. <laughs> but um Yeah, so there's just this weird thing happening with Taylor Swift. Why are the tickets so much? Why is she so popular? Where yeah. did that come from? Like people will I see so many stories, dude, on like Snapchat or something, of people like crying their eyes out because they got tickets.
0: I don't get liking celebrities like that. The only celebrity I'd be sad if they died is Bob Goff, and I really would only shed one or two tears. <laughs> and then I'd be done. I'd be like, mm. forget about it. But like, well, He still has his books. He's in heaven now. I don't care if I don't have any obsession with any celebrity. I don't get that. Do you have mm. any celebrity crushes? Jesus. <laughs> Good answer. I would be sad yeah. if Ryan
1: Reynolds died.
0: Yeah, I'd be sad for like a moment, but people will get oh, so. No, I
1: wouldn't mad. cry. I'd just be like, oh.
0: I'd be like, oh, dang it. That's well,
1: tough. Next. Next,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but people get so emotional over celebrities dying. I don't get
1: it. But here's you the don't thing: know them. Taylor Swift isn't dead. Yeah. She's alive, just doing a concert.
0: Imagine when she dies at oh. 27. Ooh, the 27 Club, bro.
1: <laughs> Y'all the only reason. Oh, what by the it? way, for people listening to this in the future, we do do this live Uh, this summer starting every Sunday at 9 to 9.30. Give us a little 30-minute leeway gap mm-hmm. because we are us. But, yeah, around 9 p.m. Eastern time, we do this live so you can interact with us, be in our chat. But
0: And trust okay. me, you will want to be there next week because we have an oh, awesome
1: challenge. It's going to be great. But, yeah, that, I just, yeah, something to think about. Why is Taylor Swift so popular? And I know the answer to that because everybody right now is looking for identity. And, why, is, why are they looking for it in her? Because her songs appeal to that. Her songs are just like they appeal broadly to that identity crisis. Mm-hmm. They give like an answer to everyone's search for identity, but it's this temporary uh, substitute answer for the truth, right? And so people hear that, and everyone's looking for that right now. I mean, look at how popular identity movements are and how popular people's yeah. quest for for vain Gratification or or vain validation, mm. is is right now, and I think that's why stuff like like her song like the Hey, Hi, I'm the problem, it's me, like that mm. song, bro. Think about that. All that talks about is like People the reason like, you're feeling all down, or the reason all your stuff is like, you know, it's you. You gotta, you can let yourself feel bad, you know. You can pity a little bit because it's it's part of it. You know, you're just you, and you just need to be you, and like you know, you can. Like, I don't know. I haven't really listened to it that well. But I listened to her like new album a year ago. It was pretty fire. She, I'm not trying to, to say to that she makes bad no, music. No, I know.
0: But I'm just saying, I get what you're saying. The identity and those sad songs, man. Mm-hmm. I try to listen to more happy songs than sad songs.
1: Dude, I think oh. it's better. Blasting? Your mind christian rap is the greatest feeling dude or like kirk franklin man like i smile if you play oh. that with the windows down i don't care how bad of a day you've had you will have a better day yeah
0: we've been finding we made a uh, playlist for good christian rap music and mm-hmm. it's so good people get so mad when there's not cursing and worldly stuff in songs but who cares bro oh, it's so good it sounds the same the only difference is it doesn't have it glorifies god it glorifies god Mm-hmm. And it's so good.
1: I have to say though, I get where people are coming from, and they're like, "Oh, I don't like Christian rap," because like everything that I had heard beforehand sucked. Like, there's so much Christian music is just rinse and repeat. Yeah, I have a yeah interesting thought
0: about Christian music though. If you're not speaking, no, go for it. Um, you know, I think it's only gonna affect Christians to a level because when non Christians hear that music, they're like, "Oh, I don't like the beat and stuff," but when you listen to the words as a Christian. It is. it hits different because it's true. Mm. And when you have experience what the song is talking about, that salvation, that peace, that love, it's it's going to give you that emotional connection, which that's all songs are. If you get that emotional connection, like, oh, I feel like I am the problem in life and when it's singing about that, I'm going to get that emotional. I have songs that I like that nobody else likes, but I only like it because it's a good memory.
1: Like Firework by Katy Perry.
0: Yeah, and Feels Like Summer by Weezer. <laughs> good song because i have a good memory people don't really like it but i have such a good memory with it with my friend chris
1: oh wait like
0: Yorga? yeah
1: just out him like that (laughs) yeah
0: and we listened to this song um after we took our finals Mm -hmm. at walter state and uh dude you've been to like so
1: many colleges (laughs) yeah um (laughs) all the dropout
0: Mm. college dropouts
1: it has a good ring to it, bro. It does. Knocked that's out actually of college a podcast for, for David the Goggins. Mm. Yeah. David but Goggins will be on this podcast. That's just something that happens. It will eventually,
0: for sure. I know he's firefighting right now, jumping out of planes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. Dude's crazy. But um, speaking of which, that is a perfect... Heights. Who Ugh. here that's watching has a fear of heights? Of the two people watching. Or
0: has seen the movie Free Solo?
1: Mm. You know, I've seen those rock climbers that long climb without ropes. I am afraid of heights. I'm watching our podcast. I will raise my hand. I am afraid of heights. It, it
0: makes me terrified.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't believe you.
0: No, I was t- terrified before skydiving. And before. I shake. And I have really mm. bad tics, like anxiety tics, especially when I'm hit with a wave of people watching me or some kind of anxiety. And I. I do this like I move closer to like the edge, like a little bit. I do the little jerk. It's weird, but I'm. It's like uh, it's like, um. I think only people with Tourette's will understand. You can't not do it. It's pretty insane. And I I actually don't ride bikes down hills ever, because I have the same thing with riding bikes really fast down hills. I'll twitch the bike handle, and I actually flew off a bike and scorpioned. And that's why I also will not ride motorcycles, because I, I have a twitch that I like really? jerk the wheel. Um, huh. It's not always bad, but it's just something with my anxiety ticks. No kidding. Yeah. So, it's pretty crazy. But Damn. I will. I can bike ride. It'll actually be fine. It's just, it's weird. I don't know. I think I had a TBI when I was a child undiagnosed. What's it? A traumatic brain injury.
1: Oh. Yeah. (laughs) That's what that is. I know I had one. It was actually right over there.
0: I Mm. fell off a mattress propped up to the top of the wall. Fell, hit my head, knocked out for however long. Woke up, everything was green and swirly. And it was also my wrist was swirly, but it was actually broken, so. (laughs) Dang. So I think that's probably why I'm all messed up in the head. (laughs) Well, trauma.
1: (laughs) Speaking of trauma.
0: (laughs) Yes. Let's get into it.
1: Let's get into our challenge. challenge.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, your challenge. Sorry. That's where we're going. Sorry. Yeah, talk about that.
1: So, we're going to be doing. We. 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 uh, We like to push ourselves, <laughs> try or die, yeah. and do things that are grueling and awful. And since neither of us like heights, you get that anxiety. I just don't like them. Also, get anxiety. I inch further away from the edge. Actually, uh, it's not a tick; it's a choice. And <laughs> and so I, I mean, we were just we've been talking, we've been hyping this up for a long time. We're like, oh, what if we do this Fear of Heights Week, where we just spend a week we try to get over our fear of heights and we climb this tower that we know exists. It's like. How tall? 150 feet? So 160 feet. 50 meter oh. tower on top of a really high mountain. Already. Yeah. So the view is insane. But it's a scary climb because the first 100 feet or so are just completely uncaged. I think the 100, first
0: 112 feet is completely free ladder climb. No cage. And if you fall, you die.
1: Yeah. And then you get a cage for the last 60 feet, you know. just
0: Yeah, last 60 feet, which is nice. But then
1: you get a <laughs> flat platform that you can look over the edge. Dude. and sit on the edge. So we're going to make a really dope video out of this because our friend is in town with a drone and just lots of good footage stuff. So we're going to we're going to make a really good documentary about it and just use this week to get over our fear of heights or at least try to get more comfortable with it.
0: So every day I guess leading up to Friday we're going to do something height related.
1: Yeah. Even and even if it's just like like I'm probably going to like climb in my barn and just hang out at the top mm-hmm. for a little bit or just
0: just little things to get our mind trained for Friday.
1: Mhm. Because the only thing that puts us in danger is ourselves yeah unless it just starts storming and we'll keep we'll, I mean, we're not gonna climb it if it's storming maybe maybe um, that would be pretty epic. No, probably be, not we need to yeah, check the weather yeah but. but um but that being said like it's just that constant motion you know you can do it it's just if you start thinking about it you get in your head you let yourself get scared mm-hmm. you'll
0: die an awesome film that we should watch this week it will inspire <laughs> that's loud <laughs> Um okay. That is intense. Sorry. Sorry, someone in the YouTube comments asked for
1: that, so what is it just doing? every so often I gotta drop it to him. Don't don't stop. God is with you. Who said that? Gerardo. Gerardo. you went to bed. No, okay.
0: Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> or eat it far away from the mic. <laughs> but a huge inspiration for me at least. Was the free solo <laughs> documentary? <laughs> it is. It won so many awards. It is an amazing documentary of this guy that free solos El Capitan. It was like twenty five hundred or three thousand feet of mm. free soloing. Uh huh. Stop. <laughs>
1: that one was an accident.
0: And um, he actually was gonna he he perfects mm. the the pass that he free solos. He said it's as dangerous as a normal person driving a car. For nine years, he said, for nine years consecutively, he was like, this year I'm gonna try um, climb El Capitan, but wasn't ready. He knew himself, he wasn't ready. And for each year he went, so he's not stupid. He perfected the route, the 3,000 foot route for nine years before doing it. Wow. And, and so he said, it's not dangerous. And everyone's just like, oh, now that you've done that, now you got to stop now. Now you got to stop free-souling. He's like, why is everyone so obsessed with being happy and cozy? No one's ever done something amazing being happy and cozy. Like, what kind of life is that? Like, oh, yeah, I'm happy and I'm cozy and I'm safe. Why? Why not constantly risk your life? Isn't that so much more fun? If you live your whole life so safe and so careful and make it to the end, you're not going to be very satisfied.
1: Ah, and you get to die by just slowly withering away mm-hmm. in a nursing home with people that get paid to act like they care about you.
0: So this 50-meter tower, a lot of people would say the risk is not compared to the reward. But I would say...
1: It absolutely does because it it's the journey. The journey is the part that's amazing. It's
0: like, can you climb a 10-foot ladder 10 times in a row or 20 times in a row? Easily. One.
1: Just stack it up. Yeah. Is there wind? Yeah. Yeah. a win? Yeah.
0: But it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like imagine how confident you are Walking on a concrete edge, it's five feet up. So confident, you can lean over so far, but when you're hundred feet up, you lose all that confidence. It's and you just gotta have the confidence.
1: Things. Exactly. We're, we're already pulling things out of it, and I can't wait till next week to podcast about it, bro. We're just gonna have so many beautiful things that we learned from it.
0: It's gonna be an awesome like short film, documentary style yeah. thing. Might be the thing that blows it up. Who knows? Yeah. Absolutely. Bye. It's gonna at least get fifty thousand views i think so
1: i think that's a solid number yeah but yeah i i mean there's not too much else else, to speak about right now i'm just terrified (laughs) of it dude i'm so anxious i hate heights, dude yeah but i'm so excited to conquer it in the same way that that, like there's part of me that's like there's no way you're gonna do it Braden. and i'm just like smiling at that voice dude i'm just like yeah keep saying that dude we're gonna have
0: so many excuses yeah
1: (sighs) actually i'm not gonna say this in the video i think but
0: i've climbed the tower before and it was funny because um, I climbed it like two years ago, mm-hmm. but two years before that, so four years ago, I got too scared and chickened out when like three of my friends went up there. So I came well, back. The
1: thing is, there's no peer pressure. It's just you and I. I mean, I guess we can peer pressure each other, but...
0: Yeah, are we We should have another person. Maybe. Like Chase? I, don't
1: know I think it. we should just do you know, Daniel's I. Daniel's probably so. gonna want to like help film it and stuff, but yeah, we need a couple people to film it.
0: But mm-hmm.
1: I say just it'll yeah, be you a such it. a cool challenge.
0: I think it will be better, and we off. can mic it up, bro, and just have it in, in our pocket. Like, oh, have yeah, I'm gonna have a mic. I'm gonna have a GoPro. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna
1: have <coughs>
0: so sorry for that noise. I'm gonna have a mouth GoPro probably. Oh. That might be hard to hold, but I don't care. Hi,
1: hell, right, how are you gonna talk to me?
0: I don't need to talk while I'm climbing.
1: We need to. We got a it It's gonna be interesting. I not have a chest of a chest thing go. for my uh, i'll try GoPro. to chest my gopro too it'll be sick it was gonna be so good it's gonna be an awesome video would well, yeah. you guys
0: ever do something like that
1: let us know in, the, us comments. Know in the, the comments or just yeah
0: spotify q a do you have any ideas for free soloing so
1: i have not put up A Q&A in like four weeks i will put up one for this one so we, i promise
0: yeah so yeah it's a short podcast today because we didn't have a challenge but this That's summer okay. we're gonna do so many oh,
1: it's gonna be so good so get ready for the end of the beginning and the start of phase one. Phase two? Phase two.
0: Yeah. It's almost phase three. Kind of. Let's do phase
1: two. Let's do phase two. Phase two of the try or die see you. Um,
0: yeah, I guess these last 16 episodes have just us been starting out. But now we're just really trying to getting figure out
1: stuff. a routine. We're figuring out a routine, figuring out just a vibe. We're, we've learned so much about content creation already that it blows my mind. Like, I just process things more like a content creator. Yeah, just, like, a little bit.
0: And I can just tell it's, like, I love it. I was trying to convince my sister. She just ran a half marathon. And I was trying to convince her to run one, another one one week from where she just ran it. Mm-hmm. And about, I immediately pulled out my phone to record it just in case it happens. I was like, I'm, I'm just thinking. Like, because it wouldn't be so cool. You're like, you want to run another
1: half marathon? You just ran one? And then it pops <laughs> to it. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's pretty much all we got, I think. I think so. So, We'll spare you this week since we're doing, like, you know, try to conquer a little bit of your fear of heights. You know, play along with us. But get ready for us to start challenging you a lot more.
0: Every week this summer is going to be some kind of crazy challenge.
1: That you can do with us of and some way. Probably a long-term video every single week. That's the goal. But that being said, I'm Brayden Ball.
0: I'm Ben Valley. This has been the Triad or Die podcast.
1: Travel the path. Less travel on. See you next time. See you guys.